Welcome to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. I'm your host, Brian Clark, and uh, with us in the studio today is Stephanie Deckard. She is with Sesco Group, uh, which is based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, they're a KPMA member, and if you're not familiar with Sesco Group, check out their website at sescogroup.com. But uh, welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, Brian. Absolutely. And you're the uh, Director of Business Development and Corporate Stewardship for Sesco. Is that correct? Yes. Tell us a little bit about uh, Sesco Group and what it is that you do. Sure. Uh, Sesco Group is a full-service consultant. We offer remediation, compliance, environmental engineering, and infrastructure services across the Midwest. And how many states do you all operate in presently? We are currently in Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky, primarily. Right, right. So many of our listeners and our KPMA members are familiar with you working on uh, different projects related to uh, environmental consulting, correct? Remediation and and stewardship of the environment? Exactly, yes. Uh, We have um, a variety of clients that can range from the smaller gas stations all the way to larger industrial facilities. Um, and like I said, you know, we have those across the Midwest, um, and that's general. That's generally our, our client base. So what is, now I understand you, you, you recently had a promotion, so you're now, Correct. D- congratulations. Uh, you're you so much. Director of Business Development and Corporate Stewardship. What does corporate stewardship mean to Sesco Group, and what do you do with that in your role? Um, it kind of, it, it has a lot of moving parts and pieces, um, primarily my team helps um, our clients learn how to be proactive in dealing with their environmental and compliance issues. Um, everything from, you know, their monthly UST walkthroughs to navigating regulatory requirements if they were to have, um, say, a petroleum release. And it's walking them through those steps to make sure that that they are in compliance. Um, they're not getting violation letters from the regulatory agencies. Um, and just helping them understand the importance of being good stewards of the environment and how that not only positively impacts their reputation with their consumers, but it also helps to improve relationships with regulatory agencies because they recognize those efforts of, you know, being proactive and doing using preventative measures to prevent adverse impacts to their communities, whether it be, you know, through gas, gasoline leaks, petroleum leaks, um, and things like that. So being proactive, um, it really helps to improve all of those types of relationships. And even with local communities, when your local neighborhood sees that you are doing everything that you can to not impact the soil and groundwater beneath your site, um, it, it, it really helps. Well, and, and that is really a hallmark of our industry um, here in Kentucky and certainly with the kind of work that you do across the Midwest is to help st- folks both stay in compliance with uh, regulatory authorities, but also uh, to be that the, the good corporate citizen in their environment and in their communities um, because our members and our companies are based in those communities. So we all have a vested interest in helping protect our environment. Exactly. So one of the things the KPMA does that you all have been very um, gracious in participating with is our tank and technical conference that we do each year. And that, again, is, yes. is coming up uh, uh, this fall in November. And uh, should, okay, I'll tell you what, we haven't announced this yet. Should we make the announcement right here, do you think? Yeah. We'll go that far? Absolutely. 
we we are taking our tank and technical conference virtual in 2020. Uh, it's an exciting opportunity. Obviously, uh, the pandemic is creating some challenges for some in-person conference opportunities. Right. And so this year, we've made that decision to go virtual. So no, on November 4th and 5th of this year, and we're going to be formally sending information out to everyone very, very soon. But we're excited to announce it in this podcast with you, Stephanie, uh, as you're one of our sponsors. And we appreciate your uh, involvement uh, be, uh, because that conference is one of the things that we do with members like yourself to help educate both our members and in partnership with the regula- regulatory uh, mm-hmm. agencies in the state to bring good education uh, about tank and technical matters um, here in Kentucky. And we have that opportunity for a dialogue with uh, with our members and regulators. Yes. So we're going virtual this year. And uh, so, yeah, so more information to come. So even though you might be working from home today, which I assume you might be doing, is that correct? That is correct. We, a lot of us are remote. That's and that's created an interesting challenge for everyone, right? It uh, has. Obviously, uh, so one of the things with our virtual conference will be the opportunity that you can participate in that event from wherever you are, whether you're in Indianapolis, Indiana, like you are with Susco Group, or here in Lexington, Kentucky, and still get the same benefit out of that. So. Watch kpma.org with more information to come. Okay, shameless plug done. Um, <laughs> but I did want, but I did want to get that information uh, kind of announced today in our podcast, and so we're excited uh, for that opportunity to come. So check out kpma.org in the near future with more information on our virtual tank and technical conference for 2020. So that said, um, let's talk a little bit about working in remote in the pandemic. How have you all, as an organization? continue to challenge and motivate your employees, um, you know, part of what you're doing within your company uh, with other groups like KPMA or even activities that your company is involved in, um, uh, whether it be for recreation or, or other kind of challenges to keep your corporate environment vital. Right. Um, so we encourage our staff to stay in contact with our clients um, and, and like you said, working remotely can be difficult, but we offer webinars to our clients, you know, keep them up on different regulatory changes and things like that. We offer... Um, do y'all do like, like the brown bag lunches? Or we the virtual? do. We do. We have our, our, actually our director of remediation, he um, is actually very active in doing brown bags. And um, as a matter of fact, he just did one on vapor intrusion not too long ago that was very successful with our client base. Um, we also work with, um, you know, our staff to make sure everybody stays connected. There are, uh, there are a lot of us that are actually doing the great virtual race across Tennessee. Um, it was something, really? and yeah. Well, now, what is that? I, that is the first I've heard of this. What is the great virtual race? It uh, is. I, mean, I, su- you're, I assume you're actually racing to do this. It's, it's not just you're at home watching people race on the Internet, right? Right, right. It, right. Um, it is. Um, it's a... An event that was set up um, in light of the pandemic, the, the actual race was actually canceled, so they moved it virtually, and it is a fundraiser for Feeding America, and so there are a group of us runners here that signed up, and we've had um, from May 1st through August 31st to complete 1,000 kilometers or 625 miles, um, so wow. yeah, we're down to the line, and it's, it's getting pretty uh, heated here. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really good way to stay connected. Every time you log in, you know, to, to put your miles in, 
I know I go through and check and see where everyone else is at. Um, and it's a good way to check in and, and, you know, kind of make your jabs where you can to keep people motivated. But it's been a really good way to stay connected um, as we're all working remotely. So how many people in your office there are, are participating in this race? There are actually two of us that are actively doing it right now. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to put you on the spot, but mm-hmm. you have a 50% chance to be in the lead. So uh, if there are two of you running, so we'll, we'll cheer you on from, <laughs> from the wings. Yeah. Because uh, we, won't, we won't ask you who the other person is you're competing with, but, <laughs> but we know that this is a great way to, to motivate uh, folks internally as well. Yes. Yes. So what other, any other activities in addition to racing? I mean, do you all have, um, uh, what other ways do you connect as a company? We have um, people in our remediation division. They uh, do daily yoga. They do daily meditations oh. to, you know, kind of keep, keep their focus and things like that. We also do uh, virtual happy hours. Um, mm-hmm. we try to do it maybe once a month just so there's a lot of us that are in the field still a lot of us like I said working remotely so we just try to you know keep in contact that way mm-hmm. how and, and I mean that is I'm sure as consultants as well as probably made your job a little bit more challenging um, on the remediation front or the environmental consulting do you do you do on-site inspections with folks or is it mostly remote how have you actually found doing your job uh to be a kind of a new and a new challenge uh, that you've helped others overcome right um well we were lucky to be uh, deemed essential right off the bat so we have been able to um maintain uh site work uh remediation work we actually have some people out doing uh soil gas surveys today so um, it, it hasn't really affected our day-to-day function so much. Uh, we, we do, uh, you know, practice social distancing. We wear a mask while we're on site. But uh, we have been fortunate enough to maintain our, our workload and, and keep people in the field and keep people busy. Um, we haven't had to lay anyone off. Uh, actually, we've been more busy uh, recently than, you know, in the, in the last couple months. So it's, it's, it's really worked out for us. And we're able to help our clients stay in compliance and not get those violation letters because of, you know, pandemic-related issues. Well, and, and this pandemic has created a tremendous challenge for everyone, obviously. And, but one of the mainstays of our industry has been that it is essential. And Absolutely. we have been able to continue to provide those services to our communities uh, in all aspects of what it means to be able to provide fuel and the convenience needs uh, for for cities and counties all across the Commonwealth and around our country. Um, right. Obviously, the view from Indianapolis, uh, we had hoped that we could be there with you for our impact trade show this year. Uh, we tried twice really hard to hold it. We really yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out to this year, but we are absolutely looking forward to uh, April of 2021. We'll be coming back to your fine city uh, to meet us in industry for the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store trade show. Yes, we are looking forward to that as well. We always refer to that as our as the Super Bowl of the petroleum industry. So we are we are always very oh. involved as well. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. The Super Bowl of that's 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 excellent. Well, and now obviously in Indianapolis, you're known for another fairly large event. I mean, there's right. a race coming up right. this weekend when we're recording this. Absolutely. Uh, and obviously it looks a little bit different from the normal way that we would see the race. It how does. are they, how are they adjusting in Indianapolis this year? 
Um, I think it's it's gone over pretty well. There was kind of a little bit of uh, shell shock whenever they announced that there would be no no one attending the race. But the actual, the tradition of the race, you know, the, the introduction and all the things that go on before the race and then the actual race itself, uh, it will be televised. So I think it will be well received in the community. It always brings people together and it's it's always a good time. Well, fantastic. Do you, are you a race fan or do you typically go to the race uh, each year when you can? I don't go, but every year we have a, a big race day party and we've done this since, gosh, I was probably six or seven years old. My family's really been into it. So it's always been a big deal. It's a little different this year, but we're still looking forward to it. Definitely. Well, I, I have been to the Brickyard. I've never been yeah. to an actual Indy, but I've been to the Brickyard race, and it is loud. That's it the is. biggest thing that I take away from that event. It, it's so cool, though, um, and but it's just loud. That that it's, was my, my biggest takeaway. It's the best sound. You need to hit, You need to get to an Indy 500. That would be very, very cool. I would love to do it. And I know we will be on the other side of this pandemic at some point in the near future, and, and life will return to some uh, memorable sense of normalcy where we can be uh, at the race again in person and all enjoy enjoy that and right. not have to race virtually across Tennessee. You'll actually be able to race across Tennessee. Exactly. Maybe next year you guys can sponsor a race across Kentucky. Oh, that would be fun. That would be right. very, very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, Stephanie, we appreciate your time so much today, and thank you for the great work that you do with Sesco Group for our members and our industry here in Kentucky and, and around the Midwest and Ohio Valley. Um, is there anything that, that you'd want our listeners to know about that, that, uh, that we haven't touched on today that you see as important for them to remember as they are actively uh, taking care of their, their tanks and their systems uh, on a day? day basis? Um, just to make sure they keep up with their monthly UST inspections. It's really important. Um, we offer cloud-based compliance software to our clients to where everything from their, the physical attributes of the UST system is logged. And then we also offer um, an online, what we call a compliance binder. It's um, accessible through scanning a QR code. So everything is right there at your fingertips. And keeping that information up to date is very important. Um, and like I said, by doing that, you could be preventing a release in the future. Um, so this saves a lot of time and money on the forefront of that. Um, and if you do happen to have a, a release, um, make sure you follow regulatory requirements, um, and that can that can definitely lead to a shorter remediation time, shorter cleanup period, and again, saving time and money for our clients. Well, always sage advice, and the importance of following regulatory compliance uh, is a key factor of what we do in our industry. And appreciate all you do to help our members and uh, and all of those folks within our industry uh, stay in compliance and, and assist when, when needs arise. So thanks for the great work that you do, Stephanie. Appreciate your time today, certainly. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at an upcoming event or meeting here in Kentucky. And not the least of which, we'll look forward to seeing you at Impact next year uh, when we're in Indianapolis. So uh, thanks again, Stephanie, for your time. Sounds great. Thank you, Brian. You've been listening to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. Visit our website at www.kpma.org.